hello, hello, our little followers. Okay, maybe not little, but <laughs> our little fan base so far. I hope you all are doing well this fantastic week of August, if you're listening when we put it out. May not be August when you're listening, but it's August for me, so that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, almost. <laughs> I know harsh. August. Too. How are you doing? It, we're rolling. It's been a long month. I will say August has felt, I think, the longest month this year, right? I don't know if you felt it. I know you got a lot going on. I just, I feel like everything comes to fruition in the month of August. Like school starts, work picks up, everything's all over the boat. <laughs> Yeah, I was out running errands yesterday and I saw all the students moving into like Vanderbilt and I was like, ew, freshman. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hey. I was like, oh, I don't got to do that. I mean, I, I'm happy I don't have to move in anywhere, but I'm working. So where's the trade off? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, we got to find the balance, right? We used to be there. Four years ago, we were freshmen moving into our residence halls. Time flies. That is definitely something you've seen. Yeah. And it's not even just when you're having fun. It's like when you're miserable too, luckily. Yeah. But days are long, years are short. That is true. And you never know the time that you let go, it will not come back to you and it flies by. Yes, that is true. That is true. But the time is not what we're discussing today. We are discussing social media because i know we had mentioned last week we were going to talk about the social dilemma so we're going to hit on that a little bit today but adars do you want to tell everybody our main topic today yeah we totally can so we're going to talk about really how social media is influencing and how it's changed the way you, people look at life and the way the world looks at how we use social media and how we, it, it affects how we interact with each other because we all know, like, when you wake up in the morning, like, with social media, what's the first thing you usually reach for? It's your phone. Of course. You want to see what happened late last night if you go to bed early. What's going on with your friends? You want to see Snapchat stories, Instagram stories, Instagram posts, whatever it is. We're really heavily dependent on it, our generation, really. I would say it continues to grow even more into the younger generations. You see them attached to the hip by, like, a tablet or a phone when they're growing up at, like, one or two. So... We're going to delve into that. We got a few questions here we'll answer. We'll try to incorporate it into the way we talk about exactly everything. But I think that's the hierarchical theme of social media. That's what we're going to delve into today. Yes, yes, yes. And I want to start off by first, Darsh, tell me your experience with social media. Let's just see, you know, what our experience has been like. And I think we can start answering questions once we get past that. Yeah, so... I can say I'm an avid user of most social medias, but I can also say that some of them I do not use. I used to use a lot more. Like I've started to cleanse out a little bit. Uh, we can name them all, like basic ones, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. TikTok is now on the realm of things that people use generally. But those are like the five, I would say, that are the big social media ones. I only use Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram. I don't use Twitter anymore. I stopped that my junior year of college. I just gave it up as a part of a cleanse. And then senior year, Jenny helped me get off TikTok, which helped a lot because I was spending way too much time on there. And it's just not good to be on your phone 24-7. So those are the two I personally don't use. But I know Jenny has her own 
scope on this. He uses too. I remember yelling at you all the time when I would come over to hang out and he'd be on TikTok for like three hours. I'd be like, get off fucking TikTok, okay? Delete it. I was like, delete it now. This is toxic for your life. You could be doing the homework that's due this evening while you're <laughs> instead of watching these like TikTok videos. So yeah, I remember yelling at you. So that was that was funny. I felt like such a mom. <laughs> um Let's see. So my experience, I use Instagram, which I actually got my Instagram sophomore year going into junior year of college. I did not have any social media all through high school. So I have hopped on the social media bandwagon super late, super late, so much little, I can't speak English, so much later than everybody. Um, so I use Instagram. I use Facebook. I got that before freshman year of college and then Snapchat. I think those are my three major ones as well. I don't use Twitter, never had a Twitter, don't want a Twitter. And TikTok, I had it once, hated it, deleted it, and now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, even like I think we were talking before we started recording about like Snapchat, like it, it definitely influences you if you realistically think about it. Like, we were talking about us being best friends, but, like, she's not on my best friends list for Snapchat. It's not because we're not close. We just don't need to Snapchat every, like, constantly to know that we're close friends. It's not something that we expect to each other. Yeah, do we want to know what goes on in each other's life? Yeah, we'll talk every week. It's not hard <laughs> to figure out what's going on in each other's life by sending a text, FaceTiming. You can do alternative methods. Like there are points where I think Snapchat is not important. We don't need it <laughs> realistically sometimes because it, it makes you feel like you have to respond to people, right? And like you don't want to have to always respond. Like you only want to respond to the people that you care about first off. And even those people, you might be just be too tired. Like especially working full time, it drains you already in itself. So like when you get to the point of like not wanting to respond to people, it's not people will take it the wrong way. But you have to understand where they're coming from. And like this is the influence of social media, right? Everything's like at the hand, like at your fingertips. You expect people to always like have their phone, and it's like always next to you. Like I know times at work, I'll be on it, and then sometimes I'll just be off of it. Like you just have to find your balance. And like I respond to people if I know I need to respond. If I don't need to respond, you find your balance. I don't know how Jenny looks at it, but we, everyone's got their own perspective on how you approach social media. Yeah, I mean, I, specifically Snapchat, I have definitely, like, limited myself in the use of Snapchat. I probably respond to people once a day. I think that's it. I have gotten just to the point where it's, like, almost a burden <laughs> answering people. And it's not that I don't want to talk to them, but if you need me, text me, call me, like Adar said. I. I just, the notifications bother me. I should just turn it off, honestly. I should just turn off the little badges, like the little numbers next to the app. Yeah, I should just turn those off because they bother me so much. But I definitely um, definitely have limited use, especially coming out of college. I think it was useful in college because you were like, oh, my God, where's the party at? You know, <laughs> now I'm like, I don't care about the party. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm an old lady. Let me curl up on my on my couch with a glass of wine. I don't know. Yeah, like, you just got to find your balance. I think every social media has that, right? Like, I can tell you if you want to go on a cleanse, like, what to do, but it also depends on who you are as a person. Like, if you're just a strictly Facebook user, 
Honestly, it's not that hard to cleanse yourself because there's only a few things Facebook does. You can see posts, you can watch videos, and you can watch the news. You can read the news. It's very simplistic on how you can use Facebook and cut yourself out. But like, you're telling me that you're on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, then you have to look at balancing like your hours. I know on your phone you can limit the amount of hours you use like on apps so that like per day, so like it cuts you off. Like you don't even like have access to it. Like if you click on it, it won't open, and you can't change it back. And like you can balance yourself. Like that's a good balance, and that's a good way to like work on yourself. But you also have to find your balance in your friend group, right? Some friends are heavily dependent on Snapchat. Well, Facebook, Instagram to keep in touch with people. And some people aren't like, I know a lot of people I'd rather just talk or FaceTime with. Like, it's easier. It's It doesn't feel like a burden either. Like how Jenny was saying, like, if you're going to use any of the social media, it's going to be a burden because you're going to be like, oh, I posted this Instagram post. I want to see who liked it because we're all about like likes and everything. But realistically, it's your confidence level you're trying to seek, right? You want to see if you're trying to proceed to that higher confidence level because you're like oh 300 people like my post that means i'm popular because that's just how we've been infringed into social media that likes is a popularity contest it really isn't it's who the people you surround yourself with <laughs> that's realistically how it looks like and how successful you feel you are in your own eyes yeah i mean i definitely was one of those people where i was like let me put my best self out there and i think leading into this we can definitely talk about the perception of like that you have of other people on social media like you see posts and you're like wow this person is living their best life that's so you know they're so pretty or like you know all this stuff but it's like they only post those things because they want to feel good so your perception of them is now not accurate and like I'm, i think everybody's guilty of it i'm guilty of it i mean oh. i i've definitely posted some I, I think one of my favorite posts I did was actually when I had spoke about my sexual assault in college. I wrote a little bit about it in one of my posts and it wasn't where I was trying to look cute or look, you know, like, oh my God, I'm dolled up. It's fine. No, it was like, that was me in my dad's old sweatshirt and a pair of jeans for denim day. And I was just like, yeah, this is my story. This is what's happened to me. So I think if we start to get into that mindset of let's show the truth and let's understand that not everything we put out there is is like everything about this person all the time. You know, I, I think that definitely will help with perceptions and how not only you view other people, but how you view yourself. That was a lot of words. We can dive into them. More, Darsh, do you have any thoughts on this? I think you echoed it pretty well. Like we always talk about when you go on social media, look for your best moments, right? Not seeing the ups and downs, roller coasters of your life. Like I think if we go on each other's social media, like I think Jenny shows a little bit more of her ups and downs. I do too. Like there's posts that I have that are not the greatest, like people passing away that I've felt close to. Like we have, we show our actual life. We're not here to, I'm not gonna tell you everything's life and pretty and it's like just flowers and roses everywhere you go. That's just not how life works, unfortunately. Like if it did, you must be living on a planet that I wanna be at, cause that would be kind of cool to be at. <laughs> cause that'd be a lot of positivity, no negativity. That's, that's just not how life works. We've been inbred into this culture, culture that's like at the point where negativity is fed on because people are jealous of you and i think we talked about that in the last podcast if you have jealous people of you 
don't put them around yourself. That just brings the worst for you and they'll bring you down as people. So that's a plug to listen to our last episode. Definitely. I think that's like the big takeaway on just for me on social media. Like we, we could delve into it more. I know we can del- deal into how it affects your friendships and your relationships. Cause that's a whole different animal than just understanding the influence it has on you as a person. Cause like the way you look at life, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And you bring up a good point. It's like, I personally struggle with viewing social media and like following people that are, you know, like famous because I view, I view that and even watching like TikTok shorts or not the TikTok shorts, the Instagram shorts. God, I'm thinking of TikTok videos. What is wrong with me? This is not okay. Um, you know, I, I view those Instagram shorts or these posts and I'm like, damn, she's so skinny. Like, clear skin like all these things and I'm like what the heck do these people have that I don't I was like this is so frustrating so then I like it starts to affect my mindset personally where I like feel really shit about myself and like I don't want to talk to anybody (laughs) like and I don't want to see that and then I think that also triggers like let me post this on social media because I almost vie for that confidence back from other people and it's just like the worst type of thing you can do for yourself. Like I know it. And I'll tell people all the time, I'm like, that's so wrong, honey. But do I listen to my own advice? No. I do not. I do not at all. I don't listen to anybody's advice, not even my own. So I just, yeah, I think um it really does affect you. And and oh gosh. <laughs> it's just yeah, social media sucks. I don't know why I ever joined Instagram. Like it just makes me feel like shit every time I open it. <laughs> I think you and me both. I like sometimes like I think about I think recently, like I was like, oh, when's the last time I posted? I probably should post something. Like it's so ingrained in the culture of like, oh, like if you don't post, people are gonna be like, Is he alive? Like like where is he? Like what is he doing? And you see some people that are like always posting, like, oh hey, I'm in New York City, like I'm eating here. I'm like, I don't need to see this every day. <laughs> Cause like you're living your best life. Like you should enjoy it for what it's worth. You don't need to show it off to the world to just get like, accept, like being accepted in the world of like, Oh yeah, I can live that style of life too that you live. Right. It's just, yeah. yeah. It's just not something that you should be portraying yourself in any way. Like you should be happy for yourself and do the things that make you happy, not do something because someone else is doing it. Right. And if you, to me, it's like, if you were truly, like happy with what you were doing would you post all of that like I don't know for me I'm like well if I was happy you know traveling the world yeah I'd share like a post of like look at this like beautiful landscape that I got to see but it wouldn't be a like a haha you're not here look what I got to do it would be a you guys have to come see, look how beautiful this is type of thing. And I think that people, while they, maybe they post it to, to be like, Hey, you know, like, this is so good. It's not taken that way. So it's just, you know, there, I understand why some people post things like that, but at the same time, I'm like, do you have to constantly do it? Like you said, it's like, stop trying to throw it in my face that you're rich and you can afford all these things. And I'm broke, even though I work 40 plus hours a week, like, 
stop. Yeah, exactly. Like you have to find your balance. Like it can affect like we as we transition into it more, like it can affect your friendship, like your relationships. And like I think we've kind of hit on mental health, like the way it affects how you strive, like mental health. But being in college, my fraternity was a very advocate for mental health and we still are like hundred percent always will support the organization, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, NAMI. I always do, always keep an eye on that because mental health is important to everyone. Like we all go through our mental struggles and it's okay to be honest. Like I know as a guy, a lot of guys don't open up about their feelings. They kind of close off. And like I was at one point that way. And putting the right friends around me made me start talking to the right people and being open about how I feel. And that's social media, because social media says guys have to be tough, they can't cry. That's just the perception that we put into guys' heads as they're growing up. And that's just not how it is. If you're emotional, I have 10 times more respect for you than just someone that just sits there and just takes it and doesn't even like put a tear on, because I've seen both sides of it. And it's just, it's hard to watch, because I know I was in that shoe, in your shoes, like a few years ago, because I was that way. I would sit there, not even a tear, and just sit there, be like, I really don't care. Like, Social media can do that to you. So you have to find your balance of like how social media, and it can affect, like I think it affected me and Jenny's friendship for a while. Like I'd be like, oh, like I'd be doing something and she wasn't there and I'd feel bad, but I, she'd see it and I was like, I didn't even like think about how she would feel. He's like, it could be like, oh, I'm doing something that's like right across the street, but I didn't invite my best friend over. It's on my Snapchat story. Like, I, it, it would frustrate anybody. Like, it's just like the feeling of being left out. I felt that with some of my friends. Like, I'd be like, oh, why didn't they invite me? Because it's on some Snapchat story, but I thought I was close friends with everybody. Like, it's that, it just portrays in every wrong way and it can affect everything. Like, literally everything in your life. And that's the worst part. And like, I don't even know, like, sometimes, like, why we have social media. <laughs> There's, sometimes I question it in some regard. It's good and bad, of course. I question it a lot more than anything. Right. And it's like these negative aspects of it, though, are so much like people don't see it, but they're so much greater than these positives. Like what what you were saying, like when you would have friends over, like you would have something going on and I would be like, yeah, I'm across the street doing nothing because I have a boring life. Um, you know, I definitely, definitely saw it as like, I know he, he didn't mean to exclude me purposefully. But you still see that as like a, a hit to your self-esteem of like, I'm not good enough to be around or I'm not good enough to be invited to things. And it really takes a toll on your mental health, your confidence. And then then in turn, you post photos that aren't realistic. You want everybody to see how great it is. And this it's the vicious cycle of like wanting to be good enough. Mm -hmm. so, That's also why I say, no, keep going, keep going. No, it's okay. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, that's why we always push for in-person interaction. I think it trumps literally all social media. It can literally, like, be the best thing, even if it's virtually, like, it's ten times better than, like, just sitting on the phone and texting someone. Because you don't see the emotion on, like, how they're saying something. Like, it can be perceived a million times differently through a text than saying it over through your own voice. <laughs> because there's right. a different perspective coming behind it. Definitely, definitely. And, like, something like that happened to me like not too long ago, maybe today of <laughs> days. Um, I was supposed to get to go out with a couple of people, meet some new coworkers. And, and basically I got a message saying that like, oh, there wasn't enough room at the table for me. And I was like, okay, that makes me feel like real shit. Like I don't even know them and they already don't want me around. So 
it's just, I, the way that things are said and like with texting and, and social media and like how things are put out there, it's like, just pick up the phone and be like, nothing wrong. Like, we're just telling you that, you know, there's, there's no space. Like maybe we'll put, put up a chair or, or something, but like, it really takes a toll if you don't take things the right way or if someone sends it in a manner that they don't mean, you know, because that perception is different for everybody. And it starts with social media. Of course, of course. Fuck it, social media. (laughs) But I'm still going to use it because why not? Why not? Although, go ahead. It keeps you in touch with people. That's the big proud. Exactly. Exactly. But I think what this would be a good time is to bring in, like, how do you... Uh, what advice would we get for people who want to go on a cleanse? Like what, what do we think would be a good thing? Now I am going to have to think about this because this is like a good question. So Darsh, if you have anything. I will try to split all of these things together. It won't be as great because I'm also being put on the spot. So I'll try to throw something together. (laughs) I mean, if you don't want to, I could go real quick. It's fine. Uh, I just like to throw you on the spot <laughs> on your toes here, man. <laughs> I, I will. I'll think of. So I think I always say like if you're going on a social media cleanse, you have to replace the time you use on social media. Like, right? That's what four or five hours you're on your phone a day. I would assume most people average that easily. Like I do. I, I see the the good old notification how many hours I spent on my phone this week, and it, it always makes me upset when it's really high. It's like it's up 5% from last week. I'm like, I'm doing something wrong. I gotta like reduce the amount of time I'm spending on my phone. So I always say you gotta find things to replace it with. Maybe like getting dinner with friends, which I did this week. It was really nice to see some of my friends from college before they go back for their senior and junior years. So like doing that is a great way in-person interaction. I'd say do something like working out, like any kind of workout. That, that's two, that's an hour, hour and a half in your day that you can spend working out physically, making yourself look good and like making yourself feel good. You don't even have to look good. Working out just makes you eternally feel mentally, eternally feel good and mentally happier. 100%, I will say that constantly. Working out is a big step in the right direction towards just cutting yourself off more from social media. I know one of my friends, he's been really delving into the reading, like reading books. I know Jenny reads books at night, so that's a good habit for her. I'm trying to, put that into my habitual sets of doing things. But reading is always a good one because that just takes your mind off being on your phone. Like you can get a book and read. There's stores all over the place that sell cheap books that you can read about motivation, leadership, et cetera, like entrepreneurship, whatever you want to read, there's a book for it. And it's definitely hella cheap because books, no one likes to read them these days. So why not go get a few and read because <laughs> we're all about eBooks. That's a different story for a different time. I'd say those are my big hitters. Uh, I know Jenny's probably got another realm of things now that she's thought of as I've rambled on for a good 30 seconds about <laughs> different ways to clench. No, Half Price Books. Half Price Books definitely has some good books. Recommend it. I sold some books there. Got like 20 bucks back for like 30 books. So I was like, hey, this is good. And then I went and spent the money on more books. So yeah, this is good. Um, but that's what I like about it, is you can sell them back. Okay, I this is not an ad. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I think for me, when I cleanse like social media, I definitely am like, okay, I. It it comes down to registering. Like, this is not good for me. I can feel myself. I just feel like a change in like how I'm seeing it, and I'm like, okay, 
I see these things. I want to do these things, you know, like makes me feel like shit. Basically when, when it starts to make me feel like shit, I know I need to go on break. I'm like, okay, time out. We need to cut this off. And I think like Adar said, is finding the time to, to put that into something else instead of being on your phone is huge. Like when I work out, I put music on, I put it on do not disturb and I don't get any notifications, not even on my watch. I wear an Apple watch. And let me tell you, the little on the Apple Watch when you get a notification is really distracting because it makes me want to check it all the time. And I'm like, oh, my God, Snapchat. Or like, oh, my God, a text. Wow, it's great. Or like all the likes on the Instagram post. I hate that. I don't know why I do that, but I do it. Um, so like I said, just finding, like I said, finding something that you can do to fill that time. And it, it can be on your phone. It can be, you know, maybe you call somebody instead of go on social media you know, dedicate, be like, no, today I'm going to call this person to see how they're doing. I'm not going to go on their social media and stalk them, you know, or do a puzzle. I'm an old lady and I like to do puzzles. I did puzzles with my grandmother, like do something. It can, it can be with technology. You can play video games, but being off social media, separating yourself from that like toxic environment is huge. Fold your laundry, vacuum the floor, do something like take a walk and leave your phone in your apartment, dorm, house, wherever you're at and just leave it. And like you will just feel the transformation of not being tied down to it. And I know everybody's like, well, what if I miss something like important? I'm like, well, if it's important, they'll keep calling you and then, you know, you'll come back and you'll see it. (laughs) I don't know. Or get a watch and be like, if, because I, when I do like workouts, if someone calls me more than three times, I mean, obviously that's going to be an emergency. So I, it'll come through, you know, you could have these settings in place. So just get away, get away from social media, turn off and you don't have to do all three or like however many you are on. If you want to be like this week, I'm going to cleanse myself from Instagram and then when I come back to Instagram, I'm not going to be on it for four hours in a day. I'm going to limit myself to 20 minutes each day just to catch up on what I missed. Because I'm sorry, it doesn't take that long to fucking scroll through and be like, oh, yeah, like, okay, like, okay, you know, whatever. It doesn't take that long. So definitely look at setting standards and guidelines for yourself and stick to them. Because if you don't stick to them, and what's the point? And you're really not going to be able to stick to anything because you should be able to not be on your phone for like 20 minutes or not be on Instagram. Like that's not that hard. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's not that hard for me. I will go like a week without looking at Instagram and then I'll like be like, oh shit, I should probably see what's up with everybody. But then I spend like maybe an hour or two on it and I hate myself. So yeah. <laughs> no, I talk way too much. You guys just tell me to shut up. It's fine, okay? You find the balance. I think it's a good transition to like from that into like one of the bigger last topics we can talk about. It's more on the friendship side and relationship side outside of social media. Like, how do you know the difference between handling someone's ignorance and that you care about? as opposed to you understanding they're simply not worth it? I think this is a big question. Honestly, like this is one of the tougher questions to answer. Even for me, like there's a balance I'm finding 
like who do you want to care about and like who you shouldn't care about like where should you put your time and it's the same thing with like social media like how much time are you going to put into people and like how much time and who should deserve it right like it's the concept of who should deserve it like should i put all 99 percent, all 99 percent of my time that i have in my free time and only talk to jenny and none of my other friends right that's not going to happen because i know she's busy i know the balance of like i need to keep myself sane by doing talking to other people too because there's other people in the world of course and also like trying to meet new people too like people i have been connected with and trying to talk to them again and trying to see what what's up like i I think the most recent one, I saw an opportunity for one of my friends who's about to graduate next year for like PR. And like, I just, this kid I knew in high school, like I didn't talk to him that much. I just reached out to him on LinkedIn. Like we had a small conversation and like he, and he appreciated it. Like it just like, you know, some people take it the right way. Some people don't. And like, that's where you put your effort in, right? You know, certain people are going to react a certain way. You know it internally. Sometimes you're not willing to admit it. And like, and there's reasons why you keep people around. Like there, I always say there's the common phrase, like there are friendships you fight for and there's friendships you just let go. Like you just have to find your median. And sometimes it's hard to let some of those friendships go because you know how much time and effort you put into it. But it's always about value add, not value lost. I don't know how Jenny's perspective. She'll have a, I definitely think a different perspective on this. Um, I'm going to say know your worth. Because if you know your worth, you're going to know when it's worth to keep your friends around because if you don't care about yourself you're going to p- keep the people around you who are assholes only talk about themselves and adarsh this reminds me why are you still friends with me i only talk about myself no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. but um sorry i'm throwing myself off now okay if you know your worth you're gonna know who's worth it to keep around People who care about you and see that you value yourself are going to value you and they're going to put in the effort to make sure that you know you're valued. And that's a two way street. If you don't care about somebody, don't waste your time. Don't like don't waste the time because friendships need to be genuine. They need to be worth something. And if you're just going to sit there and completely ignore everything they have to say, ignore their feelings and and make them feel like shit, don't be their friend because it's not worth it. So, and I, like I said, I think that's a two-way street. So if your friends aren't going to treat you with respect, they're not going to understand where you're coming from, then it's not worth it, and you need to get rid of them. So knowing your worth, knowing how far you'll let someone go, because maybe they don't understand what they're doing, and maybe they're like, oh, my God, you know, like, if you bring it up to them, if you're comfortable with that, and you're like, hey, you know, sometimes I feel like you kind of skip over my feelings about something, Maybe they'll ha- be like nice enough to be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to do that. You know, I'll, I'll pay attention to it more. Like, I'm so sorry. I just, sometimes your mind goes 10 times faster than your mouth and you just speak, 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 and you don't register that someone else is trying to put their feelings into it. So know your worth to know when it's worth it to keep people around. That's a mouthful. <laughs> no i think you hit it on pretty well like i think it's also like i think there's the trap that people fall into like i'd say don't listen to the people that are outside like clanging when you're trying to figure out a friendship i think that's something i've been learning all summer it's something i really have like and like enhanced in a lot of my friendships 
I don't want other friendships enhancing and telling me what to do in certain friendships. I should know personally, what does that friendship mean to me? Why do I keep them around? I should be able to answer those questions. If I can't answer them, then I'm not supposed to be friends with them. There's no reason to keep them around. Like you should know, like know your worth, as Jenny was saying, but you should also just know what your expectations are. Like set those, because if you don't know why you're in a friendship for a reason, like I would question a lot of things about you not realizing like, if you're in a friendship for five years and you can't tell me one good reason why you're a friend with them, like it, it will boggle me. I'll be like so confused. And I would, it's hard. Like, I don't want to influence you to do something a certain way. Of course, no one wants to, you should be able to make that decision and do it yourself. Like we're not like your friends are going to help you. Of course. Like you can reach out to someone. I'd hope they help you if they're your close friend, but you should take their advice and also take your own feelings into consideration, but also understand the balance of, what's toxic and what's not because sometimes when you delve into toxicity you don't even know what's going on you're just like well it's always been that way like i've always heard that phrase like it's always been that way with some of my friends well sometimes it's not great <laughs> like you just might not perceive it because you just don't see it because you're just like oh it's always been that way and we just kind of that's how we are that's how we are it's not true <laughs> you can do better <laughs> yeah definitely some really good points there um I think I think we've had some solid discussion today and I feel like if anybody has any more questions about this like I'm happy to talk about it again I think this is a really important thing to dive into um I think with social media we've kind of also talked about it but knowing your worth and knowing you know all of these things don't let outside influences affect your decision making and unless you see something firsthand where you're like I literally saw this person being such an asshole to this other kid you know then that's important to know you know but definitely um definitely had some good discussion today i'm feeling good about this one this is yeah. a long one i'm sorry yeah. guys yeah. this was not as long as the last one so it'll be a little shorter but we did pretty long on this one too so i think we're gonna wrap up i know we always say email we're actually launched our social media so we're on instagram finally as we kept telling you since episode one so uh as like the email, uh, it's at THFMMP, so like THF Funny Mad Masters Podcast on Instagram. Give us a follow. Uh, we have we have a questionnaire on there, so if you have questions, send them our way. We'll try to incorporate them in future podcasts. I think we'll have a logo launching soon, fingers crossed, as we start to get the uh, the work in, of course. And then this one, this episode should be – Live, thanks to uh, one of my close friends from college, Eric. He's been really helpful in editing everything. So I'll definitely give him a shout out at the end of this. He's been super genuine, always helping. He does these things like at crazy times when I ask him to. So it's always helpful. So thanks, Eric. Thank you, Eric. You're the best. I don't know how I can repay you. I'll just make a Darsh repay you and then I'll repay a Darsh at time. <laughs> I'll just be like a Darsh buying booze or something. I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But Eric, you're the best. Uh, as Dark said, we are looking at getting a logo. We have an idea, but we don't want to spoil it. Um, hopefully, by next episode, you will see a logo. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited to for you guys to see it. It's it's a, it's an interesting one. Um, the Dark knows about it because you know he has to. Other than that, I think yeah. No, 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 yeah. maybe like two people, but it's going to be good. 
Well, we appreciate you guys <laughs> listening. Of course, please give us a follow on Spotify. It always helps. We always we see you guys listening. I think half of you listen, but you're still not following. So I hope some of you start following, sharing with your friends. If you feel people are interested, we'd appreciate you spreading our wealth and knowledge. We're always here to give back to you guys because you guys are what makes this happen. Yes. Follow us. I swear you guys listened to the threat last week. You better do it again this week. You better follow us. You chicken shizniz. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, love you guys so much. Thank you again for listening. Um, send us your questions and everything. Yep. Have a good day wherever you are in the world. Bye. Love you, my little royal subjects. <laughs>